$150 billion a year industry for human well, trafficking. But before I looked this up, I always thought human trafficking was when you sent someone like over to Thailand and they were drugged and all this stuff and people had their way with them. I didn't know it's as simple as I could bring a girl to a friend and that's sex trafficking. It's like almost pimping her out in some degree yeah. if there's an exchange of money, right? Or you know, favors. I think, I think just because just coming down the terminology, because those are that's exactly what pimping is, is sex right. trafficking. It's just that right. you're using the cooler word for it, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things is why couldn't Jeffrey Epstein just get 18-year-old girls? Is it that much more of a thrill with a 14 or 15? I just think yeah. it's probably the. I think they probably more mean they can be manipulated more like a fourteen year old. That's what I'm thinking. That too, but I think like they say, pedophiles, their brain is warped. Like they're rewired differently than normal people. Like they focus on a certain age, and and that's all that they're attracted to. Um, Louis C.K. has a bit. There's no worse life available to a human than being a caught child molester, <laughs> and yet they still do it. Which from, you can only really surmise that it must be really good. I mean, from their point of view, from their, not ours, but from their point of view, it must be amazing for them to risk. All right, cool. What's going on, Marks? We're back at Two Conspiracies and Beyond, and uh, it's January. Uh, last podcast, we said we were going to add crime to our show. So today's crime focus is on the Jelaine, I believe, Jelaine Maxwell trial. So are you guys, have you guys been following it? Yeah, I didn't know anything about it until the... Um... Until the jury came in with the verdict, and then I kind of read about it after. I knew about Jeffrey Epstein. I didn't know anything about the Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, dude, I I wish I could live your life. I don't know how you get through the day not knowing that stuff, but bless your heart. Oh, it's great. Yeah, no, I've been on on top of this from day one. I actually know people in a lot of people in Palm Beach. Oh, where really? he lived and where this oh. was all going down. Yeah. I uh, hate this guy. I mean, <laughs> with a passion, I hate this guy. Again, from a political standpoint, I just want to point out, everybody hates this guy now. <laughs> nobody yeah. nobody likes him, either side. Yeah. Oh, I did man. I did think of that, Joe. I go, is this one of these weird things where one side somehow like sticks up for him? But I think you're right across the board. Yeah. Everyone. But I do notice when I was doing some research, I went on a couple leftist pages and they, they have to throw him with Trump on every picture of him. <laughs> so they were pretty good homeboys back in the day. Uh yeah. and, and I, I think it was actually on an episode of Stern, Todd. You might even have seen it. Yeah. Uh he actually talked about they asked him about him and Epstein being boys, and it was before there was just rumors of it. And he literally Trump literally goes, Yeah, he's like Jeff's a cool guy, but he likes the young girls. Like, I'm not into that. And so he's yeah, like on, he is on record as saying, like, that like uh underage girls isn't his thing. Right. Uh, so right. he's got that going for him because we know he's been there. 
I got the actual quote. Trump said, uh, I've known Jeff for 15 years. Terrific guy. He likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them on the younger side. Yeah, there it is. Exactly. It. Yes. Oh, jeez. I know. I know it's kind of funny, Joe, when you just said you'd love to live your life like me, how I'm just kind of like coast through life. About <laughs> I used I used to be the complete opposite. I was a news junkie. I'd wake up at six in the morning. I'd watch the news, wait until the Today Show. I'd watch all that news. And we have this game show. Do you know um, Mix 104.1? I know you're a, a radio station guy. I do. We have that yep. in Boston. They have a show called Can't Beat Kennedy, and it's five pop culture trivia questions i'm like i'm gonna nail all these because on my ride to work i always go four for five or five for five and uh, i tied her we both got five out of five i won a hundred dollars but five or six years ago once everything became politics i just dropped the news so last week i was driving to work and i listened to it twice i got one right both times (laughs) (laughs) i'm just not a news person anymore because everything like five, six years ago, it was Obama, which I don't care about. Then Trump, I don't care about. And then Biden. I just, the news is all politics now. And I just, it's I can't so heavy it. sometimes. It's awful. to that every day. Well, you know, it, it's, it's weird. Uh, like eight years ago, murder, we started taking sides on murder. And that's, I think that's where it all really started to slide in a, in a bad way when like, every murder that happened it was like well i think he deserved it I, uh, and, and it became like we can't all agree on people being murdered like that <laughs> being wrong like if we can't agree on like one of the most basic like rules to human like don't kill each other is like literally in the 10 uh the yeah. 10 first rules we went by what was it like five it's it's pretty important don't kill people and and when i think once that became something to argue and take sides on it's easy to do it on anything else. Right. So that's been about eight years when people started being like this. Yeah, I would. So I want to say, actually, let's go and say it was right about uh, 2012. Let's say Trayvon Martin, when Trayvon Martin oh, got yeah. shot in oh, Florida yeah. by George Zimmerman. That's to me, that was the end of it. I thought to myself, and I was a Republican and I actually uh, initially supported George Zimmerman um, mm-hmm. in the case. And then facts happened. And uh, yeah, but that was the first time where we argued politically over yeah. murder. And and it's right. to me, it's all been down because literally, and that was what we're talking on my show tonight on Divided We Stand. No matter what the Democrats thing of the day is, the Republicans just immediately take the opposite stance. When the Republicans come around on a Democratic idea, the Democrats bail on it. Yeah, right. That's the thing. That's what everyone should make up their own mind. You can't just go with the democratic or republican side because that's the side you're on you should be able to be a republican and think that like in a democratic way do you know what i mean you should just make the right decision it makes no sense to me but when did that become our identity i mean i'm just so tired of talking oh this person's that this person's republican democrat i mean now it's like people identify with themselves by that alone the other thing I wanted to add was we just, since we're kind of early on and uh, to conspiracies beyond, we want to add crime. So the new name is crimes, conspiracies and beyond, because That's when I right. first came up with, when I first came up with the idea for the show, I didn't want to just do conspiracies because if we wanted to last a while and we were on our 200th show, it would be so watered down with everything being conspiracies so i definitely wanted to throw in like some wacky stuff and we were talking about this and we want to add in some crime like jedi you said serial killers and stuff i love that stuff yeah that'll be interesting can't wait 
What's the guy's name that made the lampshades out of the skin? Ed Gain? Ed Gain, yes. Yes. We talked a little bit about him. He was the inspiration yep. of Silence of the Lambs, right? One of the serial killers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So let's get into uh Jeffrey Epstein. All right, here we go. This guy's uh this guy's a real winner. And like you said, Joe, this is across the board. Everyone hates this guy. Yes. But Jeffrey Epstein was definitely a genius. The Clearly. way he, yeah, how smart he was and how he manipulated people. So he was born in uh, the Brooklyn. He worked at Bear Stearns, which he lied on his resume to get in. And then he started his own firm. He developed an elite social circle, people such as Donald Trump, Alan Dershowitz, Bill Clinton, and Prince Andrew. And I told you that line that Trump said he's known for 15 years and he likes girls on the younger side. His residence was in the Virgin Islands, but he also had homes in New Mexico, New York City, Paris, and Palm Beach, to name a few. And his girlfriend for most of his life was Jazane Maxwell. Jedi, you want to tell us about her? Yeah, I believe her. the pronunciation of her name is Jelaine Maxwell. She is a British socialite. Um, living in high society profile, well, used to in London and New York. She's the youngest of nine children when born on December 25th in 1961. Grew up around a lot of politicians, celebrities, and media moguls. Um, Her father, though, um, is interesting, and I wanted to talk about him a little bit because I think this is where she got some influence regarding her crimes and and how she carried herself throughout life. Her she was her father's favorite. His his name was um, Robert Maxwell. Uh, he his whole family was killed in the Holocaust. He ended up becoming a newspaper tycoon. He had a terrible temper. He was in the war. And he bought a publishing company back in 1951. Uh, He got rich because his publishing company created a lot of technical journals, which they weren't doing back then. Um, They were written by scientists and academics. So that's kind of similar to Jeffrey Epstein's um, interest there, which I thought was interesting. And by age 40 years old, he was a multimillionaire and also had a seat in parliament. So he was pretty powerful guy. I was telling Jedi, when you look at a picture of Ghislaine, I think she looks so trustworthy, but Jedi said she doesn't trust anyone. No, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> she, she's I don't just even like, like nice... making friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that picture that Joe pulled she up. I mean, does she does looks... look like somebody I would get in a car with. Yeah, really? Totally. Oh, some... If that lady was like, hey, you need a ride, and I needed a ride, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Yeah, you seem like a nice person. I look, she looks a very trusting face. Even now, even even now, at, at however old she is now, sixty whatever, uh, yeah. she still looks like somebody I would. If that lady, I would I leave my kids with that lady uh, in a pinch? If I, 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 you know, looking at her, yeah, you would, and that'd be a huge to- mistake if they were preteens. I, I totally would. Last week I was at Cracker Barrel. Do you guys have that out there, Jedi? Uh, we do, but I. I had never been to it. Yeah. We went to Cracker Barrel <laughs> near my house and my daughter was on my lap. It was just me and my two girls and she was on my lap. And I didn't realize as she was sitting there, she was taking the maple syrup and pouring it all over me. So it was all over my hands, hands oh my in my gosh. lap. And it was like all sticky. And I was in a pinch. I'm like, I want to run to the bathroom for like 10 seconds, but do I really have to like pack up both kids 
to come into the bathroom with me. And the lady sitting next to me at the table, was, she saw what happened. She's like, just run in really quick. I ran the bathroom for like literally 10 seconds, like soaped up my hands and came out. And I'm like, should I just have done that? Is that not something I should have done? <laughs> like, even though it was like, when I say 10 seconds, I'm dead serious, but I'm so trusting of people. <laughs> yeah, Dude, you imagine are. you would have came out and they would have been gone. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Gotta <laughs> tell your wife what happened oh. to you. Oh man! It's like I don't mind telling the cops what happened, but I don't. Know. Can you yeah. guys tell my wife? Yeesh. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think she does look pretty trusting. But yeah, obviously, uh, she's not. All right, so let's talk about some of the people that Epstein. Uh, got to. So in 1995, we got these two girls who ended up being the heroes of this whole case, Maria Farmer and her sister, Annie. Maria was a senior at New York Academy of Arts. And on their graduation night, they got to put up some paintings. That's uh, we pulled up a little picture here of that's Annie on the left and Maria on the right on their on the last night uh, of the night they graduated, they could do some paintings at the art museum. So she sold three, one painting for 14,000 and two for 12,000. She was pretty excited. Thir yeah. 38,000 for probably someone in their early twenties. She was an amazing painter. Did you guys see some of the paintings she made? Yes. They, oh, yeah. they showed it in that dome and they were amazing. And she sold them for 38,000. And then the Dean Eileen Guggenheim said, okay, we have a buyer for those. And she said, no, no, they're already sold. And she said, well, you need to tell them that someone else is buying them. They're very important benefactors of this place. His name's Jeffrey Epstein and his girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell. And you're going to sell it to him at a discount. She ended up only getting 6,000, but Jeffrey Epstein said to her, don't worry, we're going to make it worth your while. Oh my gosh. So he, what a creep. Yeah. So he, I know his whole life, he would kind of groom these people. So he called her a couple months later and he said, I want to let you know I have a job for you at one of my buildings. He let her manage it and he immediately wanted to know what she had for siblings. And she said she had a 16 year old and a 12 year old sister. So he immediately got right to the 16 year old, contacted her, said that I think we need to build your portfolio. So we sent her to Vietnam and uh, Thailand to broaden her resume. And what ended up happening was he asked her if she wanted to come to his ranch in New Mexico. And then once she was there, she was 16 years old, basically Ghislaine and Epstein molested her. That's, that's what he would do. He would make you feel guilty. He would give you all sorts of money to do things and they want to feel grateful. So they almost feel like they have to do whatever you ask them. What a pig. Then they, I know, I know. Then the artist, the artist, he sent her to a 27,000 square foot mansion in Ohio to work. And then she was there and he visited her with Jelaine Maxwell. And what she's actually kind of the, the extrovert and he's kind of the introvert. She would go out and get these girls. She would say Epstein wants a foot rub. And she knew that was inappropriate, but she went and rubbed his feet. And Ghislaine came in the room with her and they tried to both push themselves on her and she ended up locking herself in a room until the next morning. And then when Epstein left uh, Jedi, he stole three of the paintings. He stole them. <laughs> yeah. He oh stole my three gosh. of them. <laughs> and then she, yeah, then she called her sister and she said, Annie, I just want to let you know what happened to me. And she said the same thing happened to me. So now the older sister feels bad that she kind of put the younger sister unintentionally in harm's way. So, they went straight to the police and the FBI to report it. That's, so that's great that they went the, straight. 
to the police. I know, but a lot of girls did stuff like this. We'll get into that later. They went to the police. That takes a lot of courage. Yeah. Let's talk about Virginia. Oh, Virginia Roberts. A similar story. I mean, how Jelaine went up to her. She was originally working at Margot Largo. And um, what exact what exactly is that Jedi? I saw that too. It's, it's a like it's a country some, club. It's something with Trump. Do you know what that right. is? Mar- Mar-a-Lago? Uh, Mar-a-Lago. Wow. Yeah, that's his club. In, yeah, it's a in, country uh, club, right? Yeah, in Palm Beach, as a matter of fact. Florida, close by yep. Epstein's place, right? Mm, yep. And, <laughs> and so, according to Virginia, she was just like sitting there reading a brochure or something. From yes. For, and then so Jelaine came up to her and said, oh, what are you reading? And, you know, with her bubbly personality and, like you said, her trusting demeanor, they started talking and she said that, oh, I know someone who's looking for a masseuse. And if you do well, maybe you could get hired on and we could help you with tuition and stuff like that. So, of course, being a young 17-year-old girl needing someone, you know, a sponsor or maybe she didn't have money or I, I know Virginia said she shared that she experienced some abuse she confided in Jelaine and I think that's what made them center in on her because they saw that she was vulnerable according to her situation Virginia said that that probably helped them think that she was an easy target and she ended up being employed by them and she would have to give Jeffrey these massages that were sexual in nature he would kind of I mean you know for lack of better term pimp her out to his you know powerful friends and one of them allegedly was Prince Andrew which she said she had to have sex with him three times on three separate occasions and one of the interesting things that I found out about this was when she was holding that massage therapist book, Ghislaine said, oh, I have someone that you can test this out on. Can you come for an interview? And right then and there, the first day, she had to have sex with Epstein. And then Ghislaine said, oh, you passed the test. Come back tomorrow. And she said she did. And she was just kind of stuck. That's why I think they were equally yoked. I, I don't think she was under Jeffrey at all. I, I think they were a team. They did this together. That's my yeah, opinion. And when, and when you said she confided that she was molested or whatever as a kid, that's right up his alley. That's what Epstein wants to hear. He knows he has you when he has a runaway or someone that has had a um, rough childhood. That's usually yeah, the he, uh, predator's manual. They look for the most vulnerable and pick them off slowly. It's amazing that ability. To, to recognize yeah. the people who are vulnerable. They really do key in on that. It's, it's, it's stunning. The things that Jeffrey Epstein is into, how do you meet someone who's also into that? Or did he kind of like make Gazelle into a person like that? I'm always amazed when two people are into something weird and they find each other. How do you tell someone I'm into young girls? You tell someone that you think they would run the other way. Well, I think that they both needed something from each other, right? She was providing the contacts with her, you know, socialite status. I mean, she knew Prince Andrew before he did. She was the one that introduced Jeffrey to him. She ran in these circles. She knew how to play the game from her father. I mean, her father passed away over... uh, questionable circumstances. They first found him floating in the ocean by Canary Island. They said that he killed himself but she believes that he was murdered (laughs) and then after his death they found out he basically stole from his employees all their pensions yes right 
So, yeah. I mean, I think she kind of found her dad's <laughs> traits in yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. And that's what attracted her to him. And he needed someone to help him find all these young girls. And she 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 knew how to do it. I mean, she used to throw these um, parties, act as a goodwill ambassador for her father at corporate parties to boost her father's image. So she knew how to do this stuff. And I still think, I don't think any names have come forward, but there has to be other people that were getting all these young kids. It couldn't have just been her. Right. It's just like pimping, right? You get a girl yeah. and then you ask her for her friends. Oh, yeah, totally. And that just that just multiplies like crazy, especially when you're giving 12, 13, 14-year-old girls two, $300 at a time. I've worked in radio for 25 years, and the things I've seen girls do for a T-shirt is bad enough. You know what I mean? Like serious? I can imagine. Oh God, Jedi! I could tell you stories. Oh yeah. As a father now, I'm 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 not proud of some of the things I <laughs> might have led in, in in front of an entire room in a bar. The things that these women do. Here's your T-shirt. Yeah. T-shirt cost us like two dollars. Not worth it. Joe, that's so funny because they're talking on how it's stern about that with Jackie's Jackie went on these shows like to all these different places and people would go crazy for like these dumb CDs or a T-shirt. And then you wake up the next morning. And you're like, what am I going to do with this? Stupid yeah. thing? But at, at the time, you're in such a craze and a frenzy for this dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll never understand it. It's kind of like when you go to a concert and you have to have that $75 t-shirt and, and the next day you're like, work. what am I doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so let's get to Palm Beach. That's that's a crazy area. I couldn't believe the mansions there. Billionaire's Row. Jedi, did you see like the overhead of those mansions? Yeah, but when you go down and, you know, watching his documentary for his uh, mansion, it wasn't all that. Yeah. $22 million mansion, and inside it would look like, you know, something off that 70s show. It was so bizarre to me. Yeah. All right. Let, let's, <laughs> let's get let, let's get that in a second. Let's just talk about he got to Palm Beach in the early 2000s, and one of the first things he did was he went to the police department and said, I want to buy you guys all new equipment, which was a $100,000 order. And they're like, wow, this guy is just a nice guy. He wants to do something good. So obviously he was trying to get the police on his side. So what he would do there, he would recruit young girls to come give him have a massage. He would pay them two hundred dollars, and he'd usually he'd usually be touching themselves himself, and they would have to take their clothes off. And like I said, he would always search for the most vulnerable kids, girls that didn't have parents, runaways, kids that were on drugs, anyone that had a troubled childhood. And the thing about Palm Beach Jedi, where we live, and Joe, where you live, we probably have what one or two schools, like a high school an elementary school, a middle school. In Palm Beach, there's dozens of schools, so he would have so many choices. And some girls said, like, in the lifetime of meeting Epstein, they'd bring 20, 30, 40 girls, and then those girls would probably bring girls. Probably was with, like, either hundreds or thousands of kids. So, yeah, Jedi, I, I, yeah. I Sorry. read that he needed to have sex three times a day. I mean, that's why there were so many women, because... Jelaine, his girlfriend, couldn't keep up, and that's why she brought all these girls for him, and that's what his type was, just young and clueless. Yeah, and a lot of these girls, 
went to the police, which was pretty brave of them. That must have been so scary to do that. But look how long it took them to do something about it. That's the sad part. I know. That's the thing that kind of sucks that they have to build a case. So while they're building a case, probably more and more kids are going there. And they get majorly screwed up. That That's Jedi. When I texted you that night, I was like, ooh, yeah, that's that's the overlook of, um, I think it's Billionaire's Row and yeah, Palm Beach. Gorgeous. It's just amazing. Wow. So Jedi, some of these girls, when they were talking about it, they said before they met Epstein, their life was just so innocent. And then immediately after, they're on drugs and getting drunk. They can't handle that type of trauma. But he didn't care. He's totally a sociopath. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel bad for them. Uh, so what were you saying the what were you saying the house looked like? I know it was twenty two million. Um, it was twenty two million listed, but it sold for eighteen million. And the real estate or developer Todd Glassler, he not already knocked it down. Um, but there was weird stuff in the house. It was like um, a hot pink and green couch. There are a lot mm -hmm. of naked pictures of teenage girls all over the place. Sex toys in a uh, wicker basket that was kept in the bathroom or a closet that the one of the, I guess, uh, housemaids had to take care of or the, the house person had to put away afterwards. There was this massage room that looked like um, a closet. And there was uh, pictures yeah. of Jelaine Maxwell. One of her was topless and the other one of her... Uh, portrait holding a, a little dog named Max. Very weird uh, sculptures and paintings of hands. I mean, I guess he had a thing for hands. There was weird sculptures and paintings of hands all over the place. And um, it was just weird. Odd. Yeah, so I, I always think when people talk about sex addiction, Joe, I'm like, that is the dumbest thing. There's no such thing. I mean, who doesn't really like it? But but I, I guess maybe he did have some type of sex addiction. He must. There's, I mean, you you know, we of course, but yeah. it doesn't consume my day. No, no. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, when, I don't even think when, I would want to do it three times a day. I'll I be know, honest. I, know. I, I don't know. I don't think I'd have the energy for that. Anymore. I know. Like. <laughs> When Joe, when Tiger Woods was going through all that stuff, I saw like a picture of him in some type of gossip magazine. And he, he was like, he had this giant beard and it was like, oh, Tiger Woods suffering from sex addiction. I'm like, come on. Suffering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a break. He's just, he's I a think guy. even Hugh Hefner said there's no such thing. Yeah. As sex, he, well, he if said, he, no if he doesn't thing. believe in it, then it's bullshit. It's got to yeah. be. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I do believe though, like there's something to like the 14 and 15 year old girls, like him being so arrogant, trying to get away with something. I don't think he would think it's it's as exciting as if he was with 18 year old girls. There's something to that, getting away with something. I think. Well, look at the way the guy's whole life is, right? I mean, he has got his own island, uh, his own ranch, a mansion, right? He's kind of doing his own jet setter life. I mean, right? How many hot models can you bang before? Yeah, I mean, isn't that why people go from, like, coke to, like, you know, and start moving yeah. up the, the drug chain because you're trying to, you're trying to one-up it and make it more interesting? I mean, I suppose... 
again after you're banging like 20 year old supermodels what's next yeah yeah you know? i know Je- jedi we were talking <laughs> we were talking about the catholic priest today but oh. if you did if you did that when's that, did that episode to- <laughs> I, I know i know <laughs> we have to have an episode on that but if you did that to one kid wouldn't you just be so afraid that they were gonna yes! tell? and they did they did, they did to like they did to like hundreds of kids some of them were like 150 kids like what the hell here is powerful you know and they tell them that you're gonna kill their mother their father you know they're gonna lose everything their dog I know that's what makes it so amazing that some of these people come forward. They must have been terrified. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of these girls were like the real heroes in getting Epstein uh, thrown in jail. But the first time around, have you guys heard of U.S. Attorney Alexander Acosta? Yes. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. He made some type of sweetheart deal with Epstein where he only got one felony count, solicitation of prostitution. And these girls were just kids. They weren't prostitutes. Yeah, so, that pisses me off. Yeah, me too. How the and hell did he do that? I know. And then he only got 13 months, but it was special treatment. He had a private wing. He had special food. He could meet with his attorneys whenever he wanted. And the worst part is he had work release six days a week. So for 12 hours a day, he could leave. Yep, I watched that too, and yeah. I wanted to throw something at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then the chief of the Palm Beach police wrote a letter to all the victims' families saying that justice was not served and he was going to send this to the FBI. People said it was unprecedented how the police couldn't get anything done. And this, obviously, this Acosta guy who later, what, what did he do for Trump, Joe? Do you know he was. Uh, Secretary of Commerce? No. Oh, uh, uh, um, Transportation Secretary. Transportation Secretary. And his brother is uh, the reporter from CNN who constantly sparred with Trump. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was. And again, it was, you know, how was CNN going to cover that because of uh, their, their, you know, he's their top reporter, Acosta. Uh, the brother yeah. is so right. Yeah, uh, I so, like that. Yeah. Oh so gosh. Jedi, one thing we haven't really talked about yet is a lot of people don't even know where Epstein gets his money. Yeah, like, I, I don't that's know. That's just like either. a mystery, right? So, so he didn't even graduate from college, and it looks like he got in with the right people. He got a job at Bear Stearns, and one of the owners found out that he was a fraud, and he didn't really graduate and he had, he had a chance to fire him and he says he wishes to this day he did that because things would probably be a lot different now but he kept him on because he was so smart and then he ended up going to towers financial corporation where he fit in perfectly because they were the people that were running the 475 million dollar ponzi scheme so he was good to work oh, that he was right. a manipulator. This guy is just <laughs> he's just so he worst. made friends with the right people who are crooks just like him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in a weird way, Joe, um, I, this I don't know why this made me think of this. So, for instance, if he if he got fired from that guy, he would have probably never done all this. stuff. I mean, he probably would have found a way, but it wouldn't have been this big empire Epstein had. And it kind of reminded me of. Um, what is what was it in the 60s where the Bills lost some random game? A guy dropped a pass 
and OJ Simpson ended up being the number one pick for the Bills. So indirectly, by him dropping that pass, ah, ah, he, he ah. went to the Bills. He would have never met Nicole Simpson and killed her. The Kardashians wouldn't be what they are now because oh someone God. dropped. Yeah, there are so many things. Idiot. Like, yeah, there are oh, so geez. many things. There are so many things in the world like that where something indirectly changes the future so bad. And BT Dubs. Hold on, yeah. on the topic, totally rando, because uh, we did an episode, the Mandela Effect. Question for you both: What year did Sandra Day O'Connor die, the Supreme Court Justice, first female Supreme Court Justice? See, I, I wouldn't know. This I have no idea. She's ninety-one. She's not dead. Uh, oh. I could have sworn she. I could have sworn she died four years ago, and really? uh, she is ninety-one and she is doing well. Mandela effect. My wife brought it up and brought up the show because she really likes this show. She thinks it's great. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So there, are, I'm I'm big into the butterfly effect. So Jedi, I'm convinced that. Say when I was 10 years old, I ordered a Coke. I think if I ordered a Sprite, like I wouldn't have my girls now. I think like everything <laughs> would have changed. No, I'm serious. Everything in my life would have changed a little, little. Joe, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a million percent. I with I'm I'm with you there. I'm yeah, curious just, about the Sprite. Why why Sprite versus Coke then? What oh, happened? I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. Like it would have taken maybe the waiter an, an extra 10 seconds to get to the Sprite and then just it's like kind of like um, going through a different door. Your entire day changes. I I'm just see. throwing that for an example. Anything, anything in life that I did different. I just think everything would have everything would have changed a little bit. And I don't know. You know how it is. Butterfly right. effect. Um, yeah, I got to watch the Matrix again. That's a good movie. Have you ever seen that Jedi? Yeah. It, what That's is it? The... the red pill? The red pill is... I get mixed up. Which which is the one that you accept the life, how your life, how it is? <laughs> I, I can't. I am actually. I actually still got my mind in this Catholic priest episode. Oh my goodness! Because <laughs> Joe, where, where we live in New England, Joe, this was like the. There's a lot, it. right? I we'll was an altar boy in a Catholic church in the '80s. Oh I have I, I nothing ever happened to me. <laughs> Just so you. everybody knows. Yes. I had a really cool priest, but yeah, uh, you know, that was definitely that had a major influence on my no longer being religious at all. But uh yeah. So I'd I'd like so, to get uh, into that. I look forward to that episode for sure. <laughs> so Jedi, we know he has a New York mansion, he has the Palm Beach, he has the ranch in New Mexico, uh is that the which one's that? Is that the ranch? This is a ranch in New Mexico. Yeah, gorgeous, isn't it? And he's always isolated. You know what I mean? There's nothing as far that way, as nobody can hear see. the screams. No eyes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nowhere to run. Smart. And no one's hearing the screams. It's disgusting. Right, yeah, he that's bought a off psychopath. all the police and government. Yeah. So Jedi, do you want to tell us a little bit about the uh, the main place there, the uh, his private island? Petal Island. AKA Island of Sin, Sin Island. <laughs> that one, the one in yeah. St. Thomas Virgin Islands, also known as Little St. James. Yes. So this was his private island estate. And you only can reach this island by boat. There's multiple buildings on it. And um, he hosted a lot of politicians, dignitaries, 
there, um, private parties, um, orgies, they say. I mean, it was basically Sin Island. It was like um, something known to the residents there that they knew something was going on. Um, there's two helicopter pads, I believe, there as well. And he also, Epstein, uh, did business with the helicopter companies on the Virgin Islands. So he had an in with that too. And they were responsible of bringing people to and from the islands. So I'm sure a lot of girls were not only on his private jet, but also on these um, helicopters as well. On Steve Scully, the uh, one of the previous workers who worked there, saw many girls come in and out, but he could not really determine their age. But he ended up quitting because of a guest asked him, you know, what's going on with all these young girls? And I guess his conscience started getting to him and he eventually quit. I saw that. I saw that someone asked him if he had any kids and he had 15 and 13 year old girls and right. he ended up he ended up quitting the next day. Right. He, that that was actually the guy who said, "Okay, I saw Epstein and Clinton sitting there having lunch." He goes, "I didn't see Clinton doing anything illegal or anything, but he was there." So, for him not to say he was there, he's a liar. Right. Yeah, but that island, <laughs> I mean, he owns his own island. And one of the funny things that I saw was he tried to get them to build his own cellular service so no one could ever tap in. He wanted to be as private as he could. Yeah, and the workers, all his workers had to sign an NDA disclosure agreement. I mean, that's weird. Yeah, there was 70 people working on the island. And they everyone knew. Everyone knew what was going on. It wasn't a secret to anybody. And he ended up uh, changing his residency to um, the Virgin Islands since 2010. So I, he was basically, um, you know, setting up shop there. Yeah. Joe, do you have that picture of Clinton getting off the plane? I know you mentioned it a couple times in the past. No, like he's, su he's such a liar. All he had to do was say that. I mean, he was there, what? <clears throat> I think he was in the flight logs 26 times. It wasn't like he was there once. Correct. Yep. Well, a lot of celebrities, too, were listed on the flight logs, right, Todd? Yeah, I know. Um, I think I saw Chris Tucker. Uh, yeah, there, there was a bunch of people. I mean, a lot of them could have just been there. But, I mean, we know that Clinton, <laughs> Prince Andrew, the other one, Alan Dershowitz. I mean, if you're going to, if you're, oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Clinton, <laughs> the plane opening with Clinton and, and Gazelle Maxwell. And that's um, I wasn't there. What? Yeah. There's a <laughs> picture of you with her getting on. What are you talking about? Come on, dude. And there's no reason that he would go there. Is there any reason, Joe, you can think of that Clinton would go there 26 times for business? Or anything? <laughs> 26 <laughs> times for business? No. I can't think of any reasons. No. And Jedi, that girl, Virginia, said. I had sex with Alan Dershowitz either six or seven times, and he just denies it every time. Oh my god! He also denies that O.J. Simpson is a killer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, he I, has I understand. To. I know, I know, I know. It's your job, but when you're someone who defends O.J. Simpson, or what was that guy, Joe? Is it Ruiz, the guy who defended um, Casey Anthony? That's just like selling your soul to the devil doing that job. Oh, uh, yeah, Baez. Baez, Baez. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dude, that guy's like, 
to to be that kind of right you you just don't have a soul and no. that's i guess that's a way to live yeah yeah that's crazy Jed, jedi you know that one right the casey anthony case yeah i i don't know what is your theory on that oh i mean that that's yeah. obvious uh that she killed and and the, her family helped her cover the yeah, body and then- yeah, there's something similar going on right now in New Hampshire. Did you see that, Joe? The seven year old girl that's been missing for two years. Oh, no. no oh, it's, it's just it's that. just in the last couple of days. She would be seven, but no one's seen us since she's five and they just arrested the dad. It looks like probably the same type of thing. How does it go two years before something comes up is beyond me? I can't stand well, Alan Dershowitz, but I, I just want to put uh, it out there. I Googled uh, Alan Dershowitz on Epstein Island. It's worked for everybody else. I can't find an image of Dershowitz there. Yeah. Oh. No photos of him. And you know, I don't see anything. I'm going to keep on digging, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to so, be there. Uh, one more thing I want to say before we get, we get into Prince Andrew Jedi is another way that um, Epstein got his fortune was he kind of weasels his way into Les Wexler's life, and he was the founder of Victoria's Secret, Abercrombie and Fitch, and The Limited. And Epstein would also say he was a scout to get girls for Victoria's Secret, and he would pull the same stuff on them. He would he he would rape girls in hotels and say that he was trying to get Victoria's Secret models when he had nothing to do with it. He was just managing, and he was actually the power of attorney for Les Wexner. And so a couple he, people, uh, said, yeah. He, he, he exaggerated his positions. Yeah. I mean, he, this guy is just like the worst. So what do we have? On, what do we have on Prince Andrew Jedi? Do you know anything about that? Oh, yeah. Did you watch the interview? That was uh, yes. one of the most bizarre interviews that I've ever seen. I am just so surprised that he went ahead and, and did it because it didn't do any justice for him at all. I mean... No at all he went on to say that he decided to do a good interview with bbc news uh, that he met epstein through his girlfriend uh jelaine because he went to university with her and that's how he knew her and uh, jeffrey was basically her plus one to wherever she went if she attended any functions that prince andrew went to but the strange thing was what is that he he would not denounce his friendship with Epstein. I mean, I thought that was very strange. He would right. never say that. Oh no, I, I distanced myself from this guy. He would he would say that you know it was beneficial to him knowing him because he learned a lot and got connections and it was so bizarre. <laughs> I mean, mean, this guy has been arrested for sex trafficking or, you know, child abuse, sexual abuse, and um, he's not denouncing him at all, even though he had an arrest warrant. And uh, he says that from 2006 to 2010, he ceased contact with him, but decided to tell Epstein in person in 2010 that he... He wanted to break off the friendship. Like it was some kind of like, you know, you. <laughs> I don't know. Like he had to do it face to face. I mean, did you see that? Yeah, I know. And that's another <laughs> thing. You look at that picture of um, Prince Prince Andrew. He has not aged well. What he looks like now compared to then. Dude, Pro- because he knows everyone's going to find out and it's driving. Oh, yeah, dude. Come on. 
And I know yeah. that wouldn't be an easy it wouldn't be an easy thing to ever admit, but if he does everyone already knows. So you might as well say, you know what, I made a huge mistake, and then it's over. Right. And <laughs> and Virginia everyone... says that she's met him, that that they verified this is this is a picture, and he didn't want to yeah. even admit that this was an actual picture. He couldn't even say that it was a fake picture, which is telling in itself. He he, he couldn't even say that, you know. Virginia was lying. He would he wouldn't say that directly. So he it was just weird. It looked like he was a seven year old kid who got in trouble and was trying to get out of it. Yeah. Now, how come Prince Andrew has to answer to this and, and Clinton doesn't? Is it because he just offered up an interview? I I don't Jason. know. I mean, because she's she's not she's not bringing Clinton to trial. That's part of it yeah. too, right? There's contact there, and he's saying that's not even his arm in the picture. That's him, but it's not his arm around her. That that mm-hmm. part could be doctored, and that he doesn't sweat because Virginia said that. Oh, I saw know, that. <laughs> you know that that you know they met at a club. They went out to a club. They drank. You know they were dancing, and while they were dancing, yeah. he was sweating profusely, and he said that that that's not true because he doesn't sweat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, does he not have sweat glands? Well, he said because of an injury that he got shot when he was in the military or something. That's why he's he an idiot. That doesn't <laughs> even make any sense. No. no. If, right. you have, if you have sweat glands and pores yeah. and you drink and dance, you're yeah. going to sweat. That's how it works. Yeah, right. It's literally the alcohol coming out through your pores. But then he said that he went. And took his kids to a pizza parlor and that night when she said that they went out partying and that he doesn't yeah, right. party, that he was happily, you know, after he got married, he was happy. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jedi, um, what? Jedi, that, <laughs> Jedi that, that worker there that quit, he said that he saw Prince Andrew grinding some girl by the pool. And later when he saw that picture, he realized it was actually Virginia that he was grinding against. So you have a witness you know, saying that there was contact in between these two at a different mm-hmm. place, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. And so, I mean, I don't understand how he thought this was going to be a successful interview. I know. I, you, can, you can't you <laughs> can gain anything. I mean, I love how they have the picture. That's great that they have that picture. We'll post that picture up on social media. And Jedi, you know what's kind of funny? And Joe, you know how we were talking about the butterfly effect, all this stuff? Epstein would still be alive probably if there was no such person as Tony Danza to make Who's the Boss a big hit because what brought everything to the forefront, you want to pull up that tweet from Alyssa Milano? Oh my God. Alyssa Milano. I'm not a fan. (laughs) I am not a fan. (laughs) I know. Yeah, Jedi, you definitely don't like Alyssa Milano's politics. (laughs) I can't I can't say I do either, but she said, I I don't even know what this was, maybe four years ago. If you've been sexually harassed or assaulted, write me too as a reply to this tweet. So we know how the Me Too movement went. And it was basically strength in numbers with all these victims uh of jeffrey epstein and they ended up getting them arrested and tossed in jail without any bail so so jedi you don't like Alyssa milano huh no because i i don't you know i i'm all for you know the victims and survivors and believing and it's just that i don't think that they're doing enough with the movement i mean just just by tweeting about it wearing black to the golden globes there should be 
more done for a sexual assault. Um, one in four women are assaulted, one in six men, mm-hmm. one in two t- trans people. I mean, it, it, it's sad. It's an ongoing problem, and I think we should do more about it. Yeah, I agree. So Epstein was rearrested July 6th, Jedi, right near our birthday. Joe, it's kind of near your birthday too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 2019 held without bail and one of the best things uh he went to he went to court and tons of those girls showed up to plead their case and then on august 10th about a month later jedi did he commit suicide or was he murdered i can't find that oh (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know but i i'm i i'm hoping that he's not alive somewhere getting plastic surgery <laughs> i know joe do you have that picture i sent you of like the side by side his ear oh yes 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 so jedi look at this that's when he's dead on the right that's when mm-hmm. he's alive on the left like they show like his nose is kind of like a little round in the right and his ear we'll post this on social media it doesn't look like he has the same type of design on his ear you know how people have different kind of ears the profile so, yeah yeah a lot of people don't think that's really epstein i mean there's there's a hundred percent chance that there's a hundred percent a chance that he's alive somewhere no don't there's say a chance that. <laughs> no no i mean no i'm saying it could be out there i mean i it, know todd i will tell you this i'll agree with you if in say the next three months yeah. if Ghislaine maxwell i know either dies or somehow vanishes. They're clearly <laughs> yeah. fucking together and they're living their best life. Like yeah. on a different Island. Like I'm with you. I saw like a meme on Facebook. It said Ghislaine Maxwell, 1961 till the next week or so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what's kind of crazy Jedi. You would think you would think when he died, all the girls that he raped and stuff would be excited, but most of them were angry that he yeah, kind of got they out don't the have closure. No, no, not at all. Dude, do you know how many people in my life have done me wrong? And I would like to see nothing more than for that person to be dead. Yeah. I like know, that I would know. make me like so happy. Like, Oh, he's dead. Great. That she's dead. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that I would, know. that would be the, all the closure. I would need the idea of never that that person not existing to me uh is 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 satisfying yeah totally 100%. i have a list of people uh I, I <laughs> <that off>. I <laughs> do. so what do we know about galene maxwell jedi now was she on the run or was she just kind of living her life when she got arrested you know i know it was up near us it was in yeah uh, new, new hampshire uh, new hampshire she was just hiding out at her house right and they arrested her <laughs> i mean it? is that, right, is that hiding, hiding out, out? Right. Hiding out at your house where they didn't bother to look for you for some weird reason. Huh. I know. I mean, that was fishy to me. It's Anybody like, check her house? Just pick her up. So, Joe, was that was that trial like um was it something you could have followed or yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, they they, they were there was heavy coverage on this. I, I think what everybody is hoping for, and it's funny because it does get super political here. Right. Everybody on the right is dying to get info on Clinton. Did Clinton do something when he was there? And of course, everybody on the left is like, Trump was there, too. What was he up to? So, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm thinking between Clinton and Trump and like 45 visits to that island. 
yeah, it, 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 this doesn't end well for Miss Maxwell. I don't, I don't think. I just you know hope all saying? the female gift uh, victims get their, you know, justice. This is America. There is no such thing. Ah. <laughs> Happy January sixth, everybody! Oh my and goodness, Joe. <laughs> no, so, uh, now, Jedi, we were talking about how she said that she had sex with Alan Dershowitz, that Virginia girl. She has zero reason to lie. Right. She doesn't gain anything by lying. He's a liar. Right. <laughs> Joe, remember what he used to look like in the early '90s with that giant afro? He, 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 yeah, he actually looks almost better now than he I did know. then. He's such a weird guy. And you're right. What's the benefit of her saying she Alan Dershowitz? What do you get for that? This is why, I, like, I always say to people when people are like, oh, like, like I've heard people suggest 10, 20, 30 percent of rape allegations are fake. And I'm like, wait, what's the name of that lady? She got really rich and famous on a fake rape accusation. What was her name again? Yeah. Nobody. No one's yeah. ever gotten famous by right. getting raped. Or making a false rape accusation. You don't even remember the lady's name that Mike Tyson raped, do you? Oh, Desiree was it Robbing Desiree Rob oh. Washington. Washington. There you go. And I don't think Desiree's rich, <laughs> so yeah. right. it doesn't work. Did he rape Robin Givens too? I mean, I think they were married. I think he might. No, have I think he was too. abusive towards her. That's what it was. Domestic yeah. yeah. violence, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't go well. So, yeah, so she didn't get bail at first because she was a flight risk. They didn't know where she got all her money, and that kind of scared them. And in France, they don't extradite citizens. So she went um, to trial, and on December 29th, 2021, about a week ago, she was found guilty on five of six counts, including sex trafficking of a minor and lying under oath about Epstein's abuse of underage girls. So I want to know if she's going to talk. List people. Right, but did you see the latest outcome? That juror who said that oh, he yes. shared his sexual abuse and now she wants another trial. If all her convictions get thrown out because of this, I, I'm going to be so pissed off. I'm not a lawyer. I am married to one. She's sleeping or I try to get some clarification on that. But I don't think that... I mean, that, that would be like if you were a juror and you were... A delivery guy, Todd. Yeah. And it, you're in the jury room and you explain what a delivery man's experience is. I don't know that that's wrong. And, and I don't think that's grounds for a new trial. I really don't. I think I think that's unfortunate. I don't know why jurors run their mouths afterwards is, is so ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, that doesn't help anybody. But I don't think what that guy did was wrong or unethical. He's just speaking from experience and was simply suggesting to them as someone who had experienced abuse that sometimes you can have vivid memories of the carpet and the mm -hmm. ceiling and nothing else. But do, do you, yeah. you, that plays like a movie in your head. And he just explained that to them. I, I don't see that being outside the bounds of, again, if you were talking about an expertise in a field that you specialize in as a juror to convince people like, no, that's possible. I don't think they have anything to it. I, I'll tell you what, though. I really do think, dude, Trump and Clinton, something, something's going to happen to this woman. Between the Andrew, two, right? Alan Dershowitz. Dude, yeah. I mean, these guys. Let me say this on January 6, 2022. Some of these guys will do anything to get what they want. Right. Okay. 
and no no rules and there's no bounds and there's no there's no uh, boundaries they won't cross if she's got dirt and i we're all certain we know the cameras in all the houses and stuff she's got so much footage of so many people i can't i can't see a scenario where she doesn't end up dead. I, I really don't. And I think it's going to look like, again, she was beaten by a prisoner. They, they're they going to have to go with that. If she commits suicide also, that's, that's going to be too suspicious. She'll have to fall down a flight of stairs, like doing the laundry or something in the prison or whatever. But um, I did read <laughs> earlier today. Uh, she's very close to Andrew and the, she won't uh, talk about him. Mm -hmm. I, again, can't imagine she would cross Trump or Clinton. So I don't think she's going to talk, but I also don't think she's going to be alive for, for long. I, 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 I mean that a million, like in yeah. all seriousness, you're talking about some of those powerful dudes on the planet and they're in a really vulnerable state right now. And again, we've already yeah. seen the things and the lengths these guys will go to, to protect themselves. Yeah. Yikes. And the other thing about Prince Andrew is why are there still princes in 2022? <laughs> Dude, I hate that so much. Oh, my God. So, we fought so two wars with them to keep that shit out of here. I don't care who your prince and your... Get that crap out of here. I know. Oh. It's so dumb that's still happening. And uh, Joe, since you're a Yankee fan, do you know which Yankee, the former Yankee was into young girls? He just got out of jail about a year ago. Is that Jimmy Layritz? No, come on. Don't do Layritz like that. <laughs> he well, Layritz did something bad oh, too. Yeah, he, uh, he killed someone oh, Chad in a car Curtis. accident. Chad was Curtis. It Chad Curtis. Yeah, my bad. I mean, another unassuming guy. <laughs> oh, you know what it was? I'm sorry. Yeah, Jim Layritz, by the way. Uh the, the, D, teacher, the uh, Yeah. Yeah. He was dating her and got into a uh, an accident, right? Was that the story? I think he killed someone in a car accident or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. talk about talk about one of the most clutch athletes ever, Robert Ori, Jim Leavitt. <laughs> but Chad Curtis, just like this little little guy, uh, former Yankee Jedi, he was accused of. Uh, he ended up being like a gym teacher or something after he left the Yankees, and he abused a bunch of younger girls. So Jedi, we got some exciting shows coming up. I can't wait for the next few weeks. We're gonna get some more crime, serial killers, um, NFTs, some Catholic yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some more conspiracies. And Joe, someone actually wrote me about the uh, animal show, and he said like, "Oh, why couldn't you have given the honey badger over the <laughs> over the elephant? I wanted to see what would have happened the honey badger versus the tiger. So, <laughs> do you you, you, you want to just say what you think about that matchup? How could the honey badger?" I think, listen, a honey badger, like I, you, we've seen a video of, of lions and honey badgers, and, and, and it's at the point where adult lions, male or female, will not even mess with a honey badger. They won't even, they could just walk, uh, younger ones will mess with it, and they won't even try to kill one. I, again, tigers being bigger and stronger than lions, if you put them in a, in a steel cage one-on-one, -on -one, I do think eventually the tiger would, would bite that thing in half. <laughs> it would be clawed up and and it would right. be a, a hellish battle but i i just think the tiger's too too strong and and uh would eventually win out now what about if we were in a steel cage with the honey badger it would have just we'd probably be bloodied but we'd be able to probably take it down right the two of us together <laughs> no, 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 no no working together maybe uh because dude those things are you know what Fierce, the problem right? is yeah the problem is is they have really thick skin 
yeah. sort of like a hippo. You know, it's really hard to penetrate there, even like a water buffalo. It's hard to penetrate their skin. It, it's almost impenetrable. Uh, yeah. They can also uh, be poisoned, <laughs> and they bounce right back from that. So, yeah. I know. yeah um... <laughs> so a knife wouldn't work stabbing them? It would just bounce off their skin, or do they have My, a tender spot? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, right, literally basically the base of his head and they have obviously weird longer necks, but there is a, there is a vulnerable spot uh, on their heads. Um, the way they fight though, you can't really get to it. And they move so aggressively that it again would be hard to pinpoint it. I think if, if Todd had a knife uh, and he was in a steel cage with a honey badger, he'd probably stab it a couple times. Yeah. Um, but before like the third or fourth stab, that thing would have probably bitten your yeah. fingers off. Yeah. Oh my so, god. Joe, I, I'd stab Joe, I'd stab him a couple times and he'd wake up and just continue eating. Yeah. <laughs> 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 They're a badass, dude. That's a that's a crazy uh, little animal, dude. Yeah, I know. That was a fun show though. I love that. Yeah, we'll have to do some more like that. So I guess that about does it with Epstein. Um, we look forward to hearing what happens with Ghislaine. Uh, did she get? Did she didn't get the sentence yet, though? Right? Nope. Sentencing no. is uh, not scheduled yet. But it, 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 I would imagine it'll be sooner than later. And I and I think if they're smart, they'll start taking precautions to wherever yeah. she's going to go with no record and no previous arrest. She's probably going to a country club jail anyway. Yeah. So make, yeah, they'll make sure to to shut the cameras off. Yeah, get, <laughs> get some guards sleeping. <laughs> I mean, we know. I mean, the jig is basically up. If she dies, we know what's been yes. happening, and it's bizarre that we're living in this type of. And thing. that's my other thought, Todd. Are those guys so like not giving up that they're just gonna do it and be like, "Yeah, we did it. So what?" And we're like, "Yeah, all right, fine." what are we really gonna do about it i guess right. is my question yeah exactly i know clinton and I trump know. had her whacked like yeah all right i guess everybody's fine with it they're <laughs> gross anyway that's it I know. I know. yeah all right jedi that was a fun show you want to send us off sure hey marks the end is here hope you enjoyed our addition of crime to our new to conspiracies and beyond i mean crimes to conspiracies and beyond <laughs> till next week thanks bye <laughs>